0: building spirituality, family, health, and
1: business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Well, welcome, Giant Builders. I am here today with Angela Pitnikoff, and she is a pastor's wife, and she is also a boy mom, so we both have three boys, so we have that fun thing in common. She has a podcast. She has a podcast called The Kingdom Daughters. And I had a chance to listen to a couple episodes. And Angela, they're really great, they're very uplifting. And I just really appreciated the words that you shared through those. So thank you. Let's start with that. What got you into the idea of doing a podcast? God was just really
0: pushing me. So I'm a pastor's wife, like you said. So I've always just done ministry alongside my husband. um, And then I also lead worship at our church. Um, And so right before the pandemic hit, I knew God was like shifting things around. And then right when it happened, God was like, you need to start encouraging women. This is a place where people are going to be feeling, you know, isolated alone. But it was like insane time for us homeschooling our kids and they were home and it was like, Oh, ah, what's going on? All this craziness. And so I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then probably in the fall, more winter end of the, of 2020, God was like, hello, I asked you to do something, you know? And I still was like, I don't really know what that looks like. What does that look like? And so I just started connecting with women. I got really, um, I started diving into Instagram a lot and just encouraging women on there. Um, just trying to like kind of just speak what God was speaking to me. And I just met a lot of great women through there. And then I was introduced to um, an app called clubhouse mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a pot podcast kind of, and people can chat rooms kind of thing. And so I met a lot of people on there and I would host rooms and, just have like awesome conversation in there. And in that time, God was like stirring something inside of me. And I was like, how do I use this, you know, and speak like he was birthing, like speaking inside of me, which is new to me. And so podcasting kind of was birthed from that, which is so cool to like, look back and be like, okay, I did this and this and this. And, you know, the journey that God takes you through is always like a really fun thing. So, so I started my podcast in June, um, last year and I've just kind of been seeing where God takes me. Um,
1: so yeah, it's been really fun. All right. So you're a mom of three boys. You went through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what do you think you learned most from three boys pandemic what do you think how did God what did God teach you through that
0: um actually it was really it's really funny not funny but like it we're blessed because we just kind of were like God's in control my husband and I just from the beginning were like God's in control and we can't like live in fear through this time we have to just chase after the Lord and know that whatever happens, he's in control of our family. We're just going to keep serving him. And so we really tried to keep our kids as socialized as possible. We kept them around friends as much as anybody was open to hanging out. And so they had a lot of fun and we had a lot of fun just growing together because we had a lot of family time to be kind of stuck at home with each other. We learned a lot about our personalities and just being in close quarters, but we got a lot of game time and out. We were in our yard a lot and our neighbor kids would come and, um, just a lot of like running around outside and getting a lot of playtime. And so I think we just learned the faithfulness of God. That's what I learned. Like God is faithful. And, um, we just got through every season differently, you know, and, we just kept trying to have as much fun, trying to leave it in God's hands, you know, seeing people get sick around us and, you know, getting sick and all those things like God just was still faithful in our life. And we just were able to grow as a family. So it kind of, is always hard to say, cause I know a lot of people had a rough, rough time and it was hard for us because we had to adjust our schedules. You know, we had to adjust everything and it wasn't easy. Um, But I look back and just say, gosh, thanks, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you were faithful. Thank you that we were able to grow as a family and learn as a family and just leave it all in his hands. So, and then my, this, the kingdom daughters and everything was birthed out of all of that too. So God's just been super faithful. It's been awesome.
1: Well, I noticed that one of your descriptive words is helping women to find who they are, to develop their relationship. Mm. I think that as women, that's a really hard, hard thing. Because we have so many things that we have to do as far as yes. the children, the cooking, the house cleaning, the, the work, the trying to establish friendships. that we don't have time for. (laughs) Right. So how has God opened up your heart through that prop to do that? Or how do you encourage women to do that?
0: I would say I, that's my main goal is because I really believe that when we're rooted in God's word and our identity in him, and when we seek him first, Like all the things will be added. Um, I think that our culture is very hustle oriented. We're about chasing things and achieving things, and we have to, you know, we as women, we have to have all the things going. We have to have a really good job, and we have to be successful, and we have to be the best mom with the most healthy snacks, and you know, we have to be volunteering at the school, and we have to be volunteering at church, and. All these things we have to be doing, right? And we're chasing these goals in our lives, which is good. All of those things are good things, but we end up, we tend to put God in the back corner and that's like our extra thing and serving or Achieving is, is our main goal, thinking that we have to work towards, you know, work towards what God, God's love or work towards achieving things, even in the Christian world. And we don't like spend time with him. And really it comes down to slowing down, resting in him and knowing who we are in him. And just, that's it. Like we don't, we don't have to achieve. We don't have to chase. We don't have to do all the things. We just have to know who we are in God. We have to rest in his presence. Let him pour into us, let him fill us up. And then he'll lead us to the next place. He'll take us, you know, where we need to go, even throughout our day. I think we, we have these to-do lists, these long to-do lists constantly. And it's like, is this really important? Like if we just slow down and say, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? I just want to sit in your presence. I want to learn from you. I want you to speak to me and remind me of who I am in you. And then you lead me throughout this day. Because a lot of times with our busyness and our lists, we miss opportunities for what the Holy Spirit's doing, what God's speaking to us. And he might be saying, hey, I want you to go love on your neighbor Or I want you to sit with your kid today and just, they need extra time from you. Or when you're at the grocery store, we're so busy getting all things. Maybe he's saying, "I, I need you to see that person in front of you and they need prayer or, you know, and we miss those opportunities because we're so busy and we're so, we're just chasing all these things. And so, yeah, I think for me, it's just about getting along with God, really, really nailing that part into our life, you know, making that priority, um, not, you know, not, we always say it doesn't have to be a long, um, time with the Lord. Cause we don't want to overwhelm ourselves, but if we can, if we can spend hours, um, binge watching a show <laughs> on Netflix and, and say that that self-care or say that that is, you know, helping us, then why wouldn't we want to prioritize God's word or just sitting in worship with him. Um, and I don't mean that to shame anyone or, or to, um, make anyone feel bad because I do not get this right all the time. I fail at this a lot. Um, but I just, I've been convicted in that and just like, we, that should be our first priority is being with the Lord. And then he'll direct our paths. He'll lead us through our day. And, and in all that, we'll have so much more peace. In our day. We'll have so much more, you know, we won't feel like we've um, missed the mark because that's the other thing. We have these lists, we have these things. And a lot of times at the end of the day, when we haven't accomplished all that we've set out to do, there's like shame and guilt and all this heaviness that comes into our day. And then we don't rest well.
1: And so that was a lot, sorry. <laughs> no, it was yeah. <laughs> that was really good. That was great, great advice. I personally have a hard time knowing, is this God talking to me or is Satan trying to trick me? What do you think about that? I
0: I think it comes back to this. Um, when we are close to the Lord, we know his voice. And so and again we don't always get it right but it's just like I say this a lot on my podcast it's just like any other relationship you have in your life when your mom calls you or your daughter calls you or your son calls you you don't have to say who is this you already know their voice by just their saying hey you know who they are you recognize who they are because you're close with them you have close relationship with them there's no confusion now I could confuse all three of my sons because they sound the same, (laughs) right? They sound the same on the phone or whatever. But what I mean is like, you're so close to them. It's I'm not going to confuse their voice with some other kid's voice, right? I know the difference. And that comes with relationship or my husband or, you know, our our spouses or even a best friend. When we know who they are, we we know what they're going to say to us. And one for one thing, right? Because we have that relationship. We know what advice they're going to give us already. We know how they're going to love on us. We know how they're going to um, talk to us. And so we already know what's going on. And so there won't be confusion when we have that close relationship um, with the Lord. And the second part of that is I truly believe that God's word is always encouraging. Like when God speaks to us, it's about growth. And it's about encouragement. When the enemy speaks to us, he's trying to tear us down. And so the way he comes in is going to be sneaky. It's going to make you feel bad because he's not about encouragement. He's about tearing you down. And so when you start to, um, recognize the triggers, I guess, that come from those things, I think you'll be able to say like, wait a second, that's not God's word. That's not from God's word. Um, I definitely, that doesn't feel right with my spirit. I don't, I don't, I don't feel good after hearing that, but like God's correction, even when God's correcting us, I think there's a, there's so much love that comes from it. We kind of can hear it differently. Just like, just like a mom or dad who you love and respect when they come in and they, when they correct you, there's something different than when someone who says it, that's like, like a coach maybe that maybe you had a bad coach that was just like meh you know it's a completely different scenario so
1: so like me you have three boys yes (laughs) all different personalities i'm sure Um, oh yeah so as a mom then how do you help them get to know
0: god Okay. So for my, for teaching my boys, okay. So growing up when they were little, it's like easier. You could have a little Bible studies with them and you tell them about the Bible and you know, it's a little bit easier, but now they're, I have two teenagers, one that's going to be in junior high next year. So I'm going to have all junior high and high schoolers, which is weird. It's funny doing devotions with them. Now they're always like, we know, you know, I already know this, or, you know, you tell them this. Um, and sometimes I get discouraged by that. I think, cause I'm like, why am I even doing this? They don't, they don't care. They're teenagers. You know, they're just like, whatever they're zoning out and all the things, but I would say be cons- consistency is like so key. Like I remember um, I think it was the Bavir's John and Lisa Bavir were talking about, they have four boys too. And they were saying when they were younger, they would zone out on us. They wouldn't have good answers, but then later in life, cause now they're all adults. They're like those, their sons told them, those were such important moments that it was consistent in their life and i'm like okay i have to hold on to that that this is a consistency thing i'm just pouring out and reading scripture over them and letting the word be hidden in their heart and just praying that god is rooting that into their hearts and so that they can know it um because You know, it can seem like day-to-day, can seem like, do they even care? Mm -hmm. Do they even want to hear this, you know? And I think that part of that is um, because we're pastors also at the church they've grown up in. And, you know, they're just like, we already know this. We're pastor's kids. We've heard this our whole lives, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of plays into it. and And it's interesting to see when other leaders speak into their life that God's likes doing something and so it's always us right they don't want to hear it from us always and so praying for people to come into their life and speak over them too is super important that's been important for our family so mm-hmm.
1: going into high school was that a complicated time period or what was the hardest age you think so far
0: gosh for boys um, yeah i high school hasn't been that that bad i feel like when they were younger that was really hard they're all two years apart. So right now I have a 15 year old, a 13 year old, and almost 11 when they were, you know, like two, four, and six, that was just a lot going on. <laughs> I'm sure you remember yeah. um, there's just like so much energy and running and jumping and, you know, yelling and screaming. They're very, you know, loud and they wrestle with each other all the time. And so that was a lot, I feel like trying to keep them busy all the time so they could run out all that energy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was probably the hardest, um, high school hasn't been too bad so far. We're actually, you know, working through, you know, girlfriends and <laughs> those types of things now. So that's fun and new. <laughs> um, but just praying through, you know, wisdom and that. Uh is
1: all we can do I guess (laughs) right yeah how old are your boys they're 31 33 and 35
0: okay so the same age when you're
1: when they're little you remember probably (laughs) oh I do yeah and then now we have grandchildren so we have um five and three-quarter grandbabies (laughs) oh fun (laughs) so that that'll be an interesting part for you to go through so yeah (laughs) it's it's worth not killing your children to get yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh i know yeah i see my parents loving on my boys it's really fun to watch Mm -hmm. them do that so
1: what are some things that you think women should do for themselves they may not be doing
0: Yeah. Women, um, have a tendency to do for others more than themselves. I, I see the most thing that I've been like, um, getting encouraged by is like building relationships. We put ourselves last and we put our, our, um, relationships with other women last because we kind of run out of energy from our kids and work and all the things. And like you said, cooking and cleaning and all the things, Um, we get tired and so we're not intentional about really our own friendships Mm -hmm. and then that creates, um, loneliness and isolation. Um, and so I know that that's been something I've had to be more intentional about recently is because it's super easy to be connected, quote unquote, um, online, and say, Oh yeah, I know all these people and I get, I connect with them and I message them and I, you know, I talk with them online or, um, whatever, but there's just something different about meeting with someone in person and having that human interaction, like face to face. There's just something different about it. Um, even on zoom, it's, it's different than just messaging someone or emailing someone you're getting like human interaction. Um, and so I would definitely say, um, women have a hard time or don't make that priority. And we need to friendships are so important and building each other up, you know, iron sharpens iron. So important to have relationship, even if you're just, you know, taking a walk. I just went on a walk with a friend a couple of days ago and we just walked around the park and just chatted about life. It, It wasn't, anything like super spiritual or crazy or anything. It just, we were just chatting about life. It was nice to be outside. I just love spending time with her. And, um, so my encouragement is definitely put relationships first because you there's just something it's life-giving. I think there's, there's life-giving. So even if that means, joining a Bible study at your church. Well, there's, you know, cause a lot of times churches have Bible study and then there's, there's childcare at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that helps you to get both things taken care of. You can put your kids in, they can have fun. And then you also get to sit and talk with some ladies.
1: I think that's also even more important as you start becoming closer to empty nesting, all your children get either into that high school stage because then they're running out on their owns more and then you kind of mm. do feel empty inside because it's like nobody needs you. and right. I think that's a really important thing that I, I also learned as my children grew up was that, oh, I need, I need to reconnect with some people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, and they
0: can feel motherhood can feel very isolating as a whole mm. um, because we're constantly, giving to our kids and like our kids are our whole world in our life and everything. And so it's so important to just make that time
1: a priority. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And like you said, with the, the Bible study, that's really, and it's a really enlightening thing. My, I am now taking my mom to a BSF. Oh, cool. And not only then are we growing in Christ together because during the week we'll call each other and go over the questions and make sure that we understand them and everything, but then we're spending that time with other women in the group discussing. So yeah. I think that's been a really big blessing for both of us.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So well, any closing thoughts?
0: Yeah, I just would encourage anyone who's listening, like know who you are in the Lord. Remember, like you don't have to be anything except for yourself. Um, God created you on purpose with a purpose. He sees and knows everything about you. I think we just, as women, like we just need to slow down, try not to achieve, but just like, just receive God's love and receive it. And when we are, when we're full with him, when we are full with his presence, full with, who he is and who he created us to be. I think everything else um, just becomes a little easier because we're not trying to um, follow what the world standards are. We're just, we're just sitting in God's presence. We're just resting in the knowledge that he knows us. He sees us. He created us. We don't have to do anything specific. We just are his daughter. We are Yeah. We're, we're his daughter and, and that's, that's it. We can just be, we can just be perfectly content in that and he will bring everything else to pass. So.
1: Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and Giant Builders. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant
1: Builders with Lois Wyant.